Before we get started for this episode of Sandlot Sports, I do want to say that our hearts go out to the family of Dick Vitale. Um, if you had not heard, he was recently diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, Dickie V has been a staple of college basketball since we were kids. Um, he has what's kind of defined our generation of college basketball. Um, on a less serious note, on this episode of Sandlot Sports, we talk about week seven of the college football season, including Iowa going down and what it means for the, the playoffs, as well as week six of the NFL and where we go from here. And I actually wanted to say two mistakes that I made during during this podcast. Um, one, there is a Big Big 12 championship game. Um, I've lost track because I, the Big 12 can't count and they got a waiver. Um, I just completely forgot that, that they like money and like to have a championship game. Also, um, I called out the most liney thing that the Lions can do in this year's draft. Stay tuned. It's Lionsy. You, you know what? I am smart enough. I am nice enough. I am not 6'10 disappointment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, could you imagine walking to a basketball gym, being Ben Simmons, start passing the ball, and he keeps passing it back? You're like, no, oh, bro, you're 6'10, shoot this bitch. I don't want to yeah. score some of these points for me. Pass it back to him. He passes <laughs> it back to you. You'd be like, oh, man, what's going on with this guy? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. You're kind of stupid. Orlando Magic, baby. Woo! Awesome. NBA. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and BJ Thomas. Oh, unfortunately, that's extra stupid. It's just bad to be a fan <laughs> of theirs. All they're trying to do is pay that arena off. Oh, that's all I'm going to talk about this year is how they just let us down. That's yeah, it. T- today, today is the tip-off of the NBA season. And, it's, and guys, guys, we've made it. We, we started last year with the tip-off of the NBA season. And here we are going to, to the next season you know it's, that's oh, an man. accomplishment it's so cool. um but we'll, we'll start with college football like we normally do because people actually care about football and not the not the Orlando magic <laughs> so, um I, I, probably the best tweet i've seen in a while was what purdue said to to iowa it's like we beat the number two out of iowa mm. and the, the double entendre was just chef's kiss beautiful Ugh. did you see that coming no i didn't oh. I, I i didn't I, I saw iowa losing i didn't see them losing to Purdue. Right. No. Oh, man, like, it's so much still impacting that game. Like, do you think that Iowa overlooked Purdue? Yes. I think they overlooked. I, I think Iowa had to play perfect to, for their game. Their game was, was defense, strong winning game, and let the quarterback not screw up. Well, the problem was the quarterback screwed up. I think he had like four interceptions. Yeah. And they, they're not a team that can come back from that. Oof. I mean, if if Bryce Young for Alabama throws four interceptions, he'll probably balance it out with five or six touchdowns. Same with uh, CJ Chow from from Ohio State. Iowa is just not built that way, and it showed. Dang. Yeah. My defense. I just I just praised the defense so highly mm-hmm. last week. I said, I think your defense is up there where Alabama's normally is, and then yeah. you do this. Well, I don't blame their defense. It's hard to get up when your offense is turning over four different times. Fair enough. You know, because Michigan would have that problem a couple of years ago is their defense would be really good. But if the offense was just terrible, the defense never got a rest. And it was just demoralizing to go out there after, you know, Donald Robertson throws uh, his third interception of the, of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also see it in Iowa's defense. Like once those interceptions start happening, they were like, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> And that fatigue that, kicked in. Man. Yeah, the mental and physical, being out there on the field so long and the fact that there's no help on the other side. Yeah, and that, that just wears on you. Yeah. yeah, especially when some other guy is trying to kick your ass every every turn. Yeah. Every, you know, like, it makes for a rough weekend. Yeah. And, 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 and I guess the question now with, with Iowa basically being out of it, because they'd have to run the table and beat Ohio State in the, 
or whomever comes out of the East in the Big Ten title game to even have a, a chance at the playoffs. Um, who's in? Is it Cincinnati? Does Cincinnati say, not have a chance? So you're saying a one loss? Like I'm confused here. Uh-oh. They have one no. loss, am I correct? Well, I, and that's what I said. They'd have to run the table, which includes a a victory of Ohio State to even get up there. Yeah, that's a, seems like a tall task now because Ohio yeah. State score points. Yep, it doesn't and, seem like you guys can no. consistently. And, and that's the problem, especially from with the Big Ten team, is there is a huge long jam at the bottom of the t- of the top ten. I mean, it's hmm. I think pretty much the entire bottom of the top ten is Big Ten teams because you have Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. I think five, four through nine. I'm looking at the AP top twenty five right now. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is it is clogged up in there. You are absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. Five five through nine is Big Ten City. And so even if those teams and, and lose. I, excuse me, Iowa's at 11 right behind. Yeah. Uh, Oregon at 10 and Iowa at 11. So. Yeah. But see, and here's the problem. So like Iowa needs those teams to lose, but those teams are going to lose against other good teams. So they're not going to drop that far. Because let's say more accurately, Penn State beats Ohio State. Okay, cool. Ohio State's not dropping that far to really help Iowa. With two losses, though, that would be their second loss. I would, if Ohio State loses to Penn State, I still don't see them dropping behind Iowa, because the Ohio State they get they they get the benefit of the doubt of the name. You know that was mm-hmm. the thing I, I've talked about bl- blind resumes in the past. Is if you take the name off and just look at the statistics, you're going to rank them a lot differently than if you look at the team names. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something I've I've advocated for just in life. Take a resume, take off the gender, take off the name, and just say here's my qualifications hire me based on that and i think you'd get a lot more different interviews same with with the top 10 i think if you just looked at in fact we can even do it now because i i have the numbers up if you looked at just the numbers and took the names out of it, I think your rankings would be a lot different than what you think they would be. Yeah, but the, I don't like that because then we can't identify what conference they're from and who they played against. Okay. And that's a big deal. Because like so, Iowa, Iowa's just sitting there waiting on Ohio State now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. had Florida not lost and had two losses, you could say they had they would have a shot if they beat that's Georgia. That's okay. You, you think they're going to beat Georgia next week? Yes. Crazy. Because... <laughs> Because they're going to put, uh, what's it, Henderson? AR-15. Richardson. Yeah. Richardson, excuse me. They're going to put him in. And it's going to, He's probably going to explode and then transfer. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yep. Be like, ha, take this. Should have been like this. <laughs> take him to the SEC champ. Take him to the SEC uh, championship and then walk out. Nope. I was, I, I had a feeling that after that game on Saturday, somebody would be fired. I didn't think it'd be the guy we were advocating for that should be fired the week before who won the game. I knew it was Ogeron. <laughs> Yeah. Because uh, Dan Mullen's offense didn't let him down. No, their their defense did. That is yes. not a Gator defense. No, no, I don't think I don't think Grantham will be there next year. No, because that's he, the only way. I think that's the only way Mullen keeps his job if he shakes the coaching staff. Yeah, Hubbard in Michigan, he you know shook up the coaching staff. Not being not trying to be a jerk, but it's a different situation down here. You know. What I mean. Yeah, Florida's but only going to tolerate a couple of years of bullshit. You're gone. I know, but I mean, had had Hubbard not done what he did, had he kept uh, Don Brown, he would. He would not be gone. He would not be there. Right. Mm. I just think a uh, defensive shakeup is in order for sure. And, oh, yeah. um, but he's still got to answer for why why no quarterback change after weeks and weeks of mediocre quarterback play and a couple of decent games. Why are we not answering for the the not switch a quarterback, especially in desperate mm. times, call for desperate measures? So yeah, Mullen has to answer for that at some point, and I don't know if he's going to care to. It didn't sound like it, it during, during that press conference. It did not sound like he cared. I, I, I don't think they can, to be honest with you. Because could you imagine, what's the phrase? Uh, you can't bark at every dog along the path or you won't get it. You know, so I, I, I think to a point they can't care. Like, 
all you guys are going to do is write stories anyway. Mm-hmm. 40%, 40 to 50% of the time, you're going to twist whatever I say to sell, sell papers and get clicks. So I really don't care what you say. Like, it's none of your damn business anyways. It's just part of your job. Yeah. And plus, it's different, too, because it's not the NFL to where a coach can say shit about a player and expect him to man up. Like, you're still oh. dealing with kids and it's like okay we're still trying to have a winning season is not the mike gundy thing i'm a man i'm 40 pick on me oh no i would lie to them so much (laughs) i would lie i would lie to them as much as i could get away with by ncaa rules like i know you have to disclose injuries and you have to disclose stuff like that but other than that, oh my God! They so BJ, look... who's your starting quarterback this week? Danny Warfel. I have no idea. <laughs> I have, I have no, no idea. idea. Right. Just be neutral. I have no your idea. Mom, your mom's gonna come in here and try out. <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. say that. My, my press conferences are gonna be short. Trust me. Trust me. You think Marshawn Lynch is funny? <laughs> Marshawn's, Marshawn's, Marshawn's funny for your kids. I'm not trying to be that. <laughs> I feel, hey, Coach Thomas, who's going to be your starter quarter today? It's going to be your mom. She's starting. Next. Mom. <laughs> but for some That's reason, she's limping. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Like, seriously, you ask these questions that are also like, he shouldn't answer them because it's a strategic advantage. Right. Oh, yeah. That's why it's none of your business. I'm talking about younger adults. Like, do we need mm-hmm. to put all this pressure on you now asking Emery all these questions about him being back up or sitting on the bench or splitting time? But no, we don't need to do that either. So he, I think he's just protecting the family. Yeah. We might not like we might not like the way he does it, but uh, I don't think you get like I said, he didn't give a crap. And you know, and I I joked about it, but that was the the Mike Gundy thing from God was not fifteen years ago when he went on his yeah. rant. One yeah. of the the newspaper writers went after the starting quarterback and was yeah. calling him out. I think the kid was like nineteen or twenty. Yeah, and Gundy yeah, got up like, there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Gundy got up there and went, "Come after me! I'm a man. I'm forty. Yeah. You know." And to some extent, he's he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to sure, sure. Um, it was just hilarious the way he went about it. Let's just be honest about that. Yeah, yeah. that press conference was hilarious. <laughs> if you sat through that straight faced, you have no sense of humor. <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even want to imitate him because I would have to yell into the microphone to do Well, that. you have to grow your mullet out from the next couple of years. Yeah. First. <laughs> yeah. It was. Come uh, after me. I'm 40. I'm a man. Quite entertaining. And he's what, 55 <laughs> now? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, honestly, isn't that the last great press conference? I think I think so. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a Spurrier anymore. No, there hasn't yeah. been anything solid since then. No. Well, and I think Har- coaches Harbaugh Harbaugh does press conferences like he's on the spectrum, <laughs> which is fine. I could be on the spectrum. Who the hell knows? Yeah. But like, that's what it seems like. Like well, he seems and, socially awkward when he does press conference, and, and it makes think, me feel awkward. I think coaches have realized how to play the game better, just as we've progressed with media and social media. I think they. They've, they've realized how to play the, the the media game a lot better. It's not like back in the 80s and 90s when you got Hal McRae throwing tables in the locker room or, you know, you, we don't have uh, Steve Spurriers anymore. That, I'm telling you that podium slap from Denny Green, though. <laughs> <laughs> we are who they thought they were. Yeah. And we let them off the hook. <laughs> Oh man, Bill, Parcell, Bill Parcells was probably the best at like just destroying the media. Yeah, like destroying the media. He was either very disappointed in you or didn't want to talk to you. Those are the only two responses yeah. you get from Bill Parcells. Who was it that came with a bullwhip to the to the press conference? Was that Bobby Knight? <sighs> Look, mm. you're coaching a sport that's primarily <laughs> black players and you're walking around with whip. Like, am I the only one seeing this? <laughs> yeah, I'll be a little uncomfortable. Hey, coach, uh, 
What are you trying to do? Jeez, man. Yeah. You ever, you ever actually, I mean, I can imagine it's like getting popped by a towel. It's got to be like twice that at least, wouldn't you think? It probably. I've seen, pe- I've seen people get cut from getting popped by a towel. Yeah. So, but I, I think it was Bobby. Not. I'll have to look it up yep, and it I'll correct Bobby it. Right now, 1992. No. No. He was flipping a bullwhip during the NCAA playoffs and the NAACP was like, uh, that's not a joke. <laughs> He's, he's like, yeah, it is, because I'm joking. That's why it's joking. If you don't, if you don't get it, it's, no. it's kind of <laughs> dude. He did it to his best player uh, at the time, Calvert Cheney. I remember Calvert Cheney. He was a ball. So Calvert Cheney was bending over, and Bobby Knight flipped the whip towards his ass. Oh my god, Bobby Knight is such a fucking bigot. <laughs> like You're just not realizing like, this, like a beloved bigot. Yeah, like a beloved, like yeah, a beloved exactly. bigot. Like he's a superstar bigot. Everybody loves him. Like, but, bro, like, what makes you think that that was okay? Like, you. Nah, there's people in your community that love him, too. Yeah, you, you're right. They brain, you're right. He brainwashed him. This right. is good yeah. for you. Right? I'll pay for coaches who this work is good for you. Night. Crack. <laughs> you're like, what? No, it's not good for me. <laughs> Terrible for everyone. <laughs> like his top player. Good job, son. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the thing is, if you can wow. do it to Calvert, he can do it to anybody on this team now. Yep. Yeah. Any one of you can get it. That's like the equivalent of doing Tracy McGrady. Any one of you can get it now. <laughs> so yeah, and and think about it, that wasn't even thirty years ago. Nope. It was ninety two. Wow. What white people are weird, man. Weird. Don't we more into the story, and now he's about to cry. No, 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 no. Like Bobby okay, Knight what? called it a motivational device. Wow. <laughs> well, so did Calvin Candy. I'm sure. <laughs> Bro, I did not know this. Like, I'm reading it, and it's like he's justifying having the whip. Like, oh no, 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 yeah. it's a joke. We're from yeah. players. <laughs> it's weird because, like, I want to laugh, but I don't think I'm supposed to. Like, I don't know. What to <laughs> I, I right know, now. and I feel bad for laughing. Like, like I'm laughing because I can't believe it happened. Yeah, I that's what I'm laughing. The, the absurdity of it all. You're just like, oh my god, it's so uncomfortable. I have to laugh. And somebody's like, you're a racist. Be like, no, just awkward. Like, wow. Yeah, Dwayne, I can't believe you didn't know that. No, I, I didn't know that. I and, and I'm like looking at it and it has a video. I thought, the, I thought the top of his craziness was whipping a chair across a, a packed stadium. I thought that nope. was it. I was like, oh, that's yeah. crazy. Nope, nope, nope. I didn't know bringing a bullwhip. Yeah. But didn't, didn't he also like choke out a player doing practice yep. or something? That's why he got fired from Indiana. Oh, man. And then, then he went to Texas Tech, and they had a zero tolerance policy. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. you know, I think it was also Texas Tech, not Bobby Knight, but Texas Tech that put Craig James's son in the dark room by himself because he had a concussion. That's how, that's how you teach people not to get concussions right there. <laughs> not proper tackling techniques, sit in a dark room and shut up. Water, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was 10, wow. 15 years ago. That was not I'm, that long ago. I'm, that. I'm telling you, maybe we need to start a new segment that we should do every day is white people are crazy. <laughs> I don't know. For your safety, Dorian, maybe you should just sit this one out. Yeah, yeah, I might have to. <laughs> especially, especially. Hey, why is know. he allowed to say that? But I can't say. <laughs> if anything, I would just agree with you guys. I wouldn't even make any comments. Like, yeah, boy, shut up. You better not say anything. However, you know what? However, you know. Statistically speaking. <laughs> yeah, statistically speaking. Can I raise my hand? Shut up. Okay. The Habsburg jaw is a real thing. See? See, you don't even, yeah. you ever look that up? Don't look it up, Dorian. Don't look it <laughs> up. Not. A whole family that inbred themselves to fertility to keep the power and like the crown in the family. Inbred uh, them inbred themselves 
generation to infertility and like severe mental disabilities. Oh yeah, that, that that's the thing. And they have a distinct jaw. Yeah, is, is it the jaw that like it looks like lurch, like it's kind of like like cro- crooked and long? Or something I, like I that? don't know how to do this without offending somebody, so I'm just gonna <laughs> say Google it. Okay, <laughs> Google, it. Google it. I mean, Jay Leno would technically have a Habsburg jaw. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways <laughs> don't get mad at me because you got a face like a spade shovel. <laughs> Are we supposed oh, to talk about college sorry. football? Who did this? College shit? football. I don't know. Adam it's my, it. this it's is my Adam. fault. It's all Adam's fault. He's the one college holding football. the leash. So, anyways, anyways, dogs so. playing in traffic, and Adam just sitting on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, it looks fun. Go ahead. Um, so, so Dorian, I'll ask you first, and mm. I'll go to BJ. Who is your top six in college football right now? In order. In order. In order. All right. Um, I gotta say Georgia. Okay. Um, I would say I'll have to be fair. Say Cincinnati. Okay. I would say Alabama. Then I would say Oklahoma. I would say I have to. I'm gonna say Ohio State. Okay. And then I'm gonna say Michigan. Okay. I like Michigan this year. They're my top six. Okay. BJ, same to you. Georgia has earned their spot. Yep. I really want to put Oklahoma up there. Who is they beaten? I really want to move them to number two, but I mean, honestly, let's just be, they're in the same boat as Cincinnati right now. Yeah. yeah. Who've you, who've you and played? that's why, that's why the blind resume come, comes in handy because you, you can look at the conference and hold a big 12 versus American. But again, who have you played in the big 12? Yeah, you got to do something. We got to see something here. So, um, <clears throat> I got to bring them down to three and four and I'm moving Alabama to two. SEC mm. <laughs> biased. <laughs> uh, the thing is, is when's the last time you've seen them lose two games in a year? <laughs> Until unless it's at the national championship, the second game is using national championship. So, um, I mean, if they win the S, if they beat Georgia, I mean, they go to number one. Yeah. So, well, he he have it five and six. Does it matter? It does. Oh, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just teasing. You. I'm just teasing you because it's going to be a big ten team. That's all. Um, I- <laughs> I really want Michigan up there, Adam, because, you know, they just don't have the resume yet. They have to beat Ohio State. Yeah. And if they beat Ohio State, I want to put them into four and maybe kick Oklahoma out. That's not going to happen. That will not happen. An undefeated <laughs> Oklahoma team is going over an undefeated Michigan team or a one-loss Michigan team, that's for sure. But, um, yeah. oh, man, like – who is there is no Big Ten championship? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Who, all right. Well, who the, the likely opponent it, in that is? Who? Texas. Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. No. It's gonna, it's going to be whoever comes out well, of that, the East Long Jam, and then Iowa. Iowa could fix themselves by beating Oklahoma in the championship game. Oklahoma's not in the Big Ten, dude. They That's also my beat. mistake. My mistake. My mistake. You're not Chris Bussard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is like the third or fourth time he's done this. <laughs> <laughs> that's good oh man this is like the, he's done this a couple times too yeah oh chris it, it's one thing to get like the, the down wrong and i'll play especially as you're as you're rolling i get that you know that happens it's another to to say that the reason why a team lost because it was because the offensive tackle on the other team was hurt Who, who's been with that team his whole career yeah <laughs> it's not like he's a free agent bouncing all the place might have played for the uh bills or something no no, oh, no. Chris. Dang. So, so I'll, I'll answer my own question because BJ is still waffling. Um, so, yeah, Georgia's number one, you know, without a doubt. They they are one of the best, probably the best team this year. Uh, number two, I've got to go with Cincinnati because they're undefeated and they've got the second best win on the board, um, beating Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And then Oklahoma and then probably Alabama, um, even with the one loss, that that's still still a solid team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it's just kind of the, the log jam. So I'd go with Ohio State and and probably Michigan. Um, definitely not Michigan State. I was I'm looking at Michigan State's schedule today as I was going through. And like they haven't played 
anybody. Now that's going to change next week, but Michigan State hasn't played anybody. Penn State, they've got the one loss to Iowa, who's we don't know. And and we also don't know where Penn State's going to be. We don't know if Sean Clifford's going to be healthy or not. Oklahoma State can't beat a team by double digits like at all. I think all of their games have been you now one score or less. So I'm looking at the Big 12, which has 10 fucking teams. Yeah, they can't count. <laughs> <sighs> Now, they do not have a championship game. The Big Ten does. Right. 14 so teams. So, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State is going to be the game. Yeah, and that, determines that the is whole the, the last game of the season. But here's the thing. Who's Oklahoma played? They haven't. Ugh. So, yeah. what makes them any better than Cincinnati? Playing that, each that, other? That's what I'm saying. Cincinnati's got a much better win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't, I don't, like, I don't like the Big 12 schedule and the way it sets up for success there's nothing there there's no, literally and, nothing there and the problem with the big 12 is isn't so much this the conference schedule because it is what it is is very few people in the big 12 play a good non-conference schedule right. yes you know, we, i don't know we, why the, who's doing that um was it the big 10 where they started playing the one game early in the year against an sec team or against a, 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 a pac 12 or whatever yeah, team yeah yeah that that's a great idea get it out of the way and you can recover from that and then right. count on beating your rivals late in the year and hoping that carries you through yeah um, I think every Big Ten team plays at least one Power Five team in their non-conference schedule. Now just, it could be like playing Syracuse, but that still counts as a Power Five team. It's something. Yeah, I mean, it's better than beating Lamar, which I think is who Baylor played this year. <laughs> playing not Lamar from the Vengeance of the Nerds—that's completely different. <laughs> or playing Kansas. Well, they have to do that. That's a conference game. No, they should kick them out. Yes, I mean, if if you if your fans from the field because you beat an FCS school, you're you're relegated to the next level i i like that that should happen you should <laughs> just boot the fuck out of here and be like in a couple of years when you grow up you can come back <laughs> but like mm. why don't we just i think maybe this conference should stay together add utah and uh byu and just become the crazy 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 crack well the big, the big 12 is adding <laughs> byu and they're adding cincinnati you're not supposed to laugh at that dorian what's so funny about that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, you're hilarious. Yeah. No, but it would be bad. That'd be bad. I mean, you're adding Utah to Texas. That's a ooh, mm. that's yeah. a group. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if those two know each other. Exist. And Catholics and convicts. I just don't know who's on what. <laughs> well, that will be. Maybe shaking to say he doesn't want to comment. Yeah, on that no, one. I don't know. He'll <laughs> <laughs> no, no, comment on the bull whip at the press conference. <laughs> we don't comment on this one. Uh, no, because because I don't want to mobilize the whole church against you. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like the church that's just above Scientology. Oh, I did it! I drug a ball in. We're all they're all here now. (laughs) Come on, come on. (laughs) Yeah, I I still cannot forgive Isaac Hayes. You could you'll be on a show that makes fun of every religion, every group. When they make fun of yours, like that's enough. You selfish Uh, prick. If you guys want religious jokes, go to my Facebook page. I refuse to participate (laughs) on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So we. We actually do have games to pick this week. And oh. we have to talk about the ones we did last week. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Appreciate that. So we actually get, we got a lot of them right. Well, Dorian and I did anyway. Yeah, um, I'm picking we, to win. I need comebacks. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that none of us saw the LSU Florida game coming because I don't think anybody did. So, um, and I did make my picks ahead of time, and I just I cover them up so we can't see them. Um, but I will say, so the first game is interesting. We just talked about Oklahoma State. They're, they're undefeated. They've yet to beat anybody by double digits. Even the FCS school, they won by a t- by one score. They're playing at Iowa State. Iowa State is unranked. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, I think, is ranked, ranked eighth or ninth. Iowa State is a, is a seven-point favorite. Ooh. What is Vegas trying to tell us with that? 
<laughs> they mm. do not trust Oklahoma State at all. That's what it is. That's a very good answer, and neither do I if they don't. Man, this could ruin Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, the, the, this Oklahoma, is Oklahoma's only opponent. Oklahoma cannot mess up if, if Oklahoma State loses. No. Mm. That's tough. I just don't see it. I, I've been saying Iowa State's overrated since the beginning of the year. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State, Dorian. Um, Vegas knows something that we don't know. And then the pick Iowa State. Um, however, no, 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 no. I didn't think. However, I'm gonna go with Oklahoma State. It's gonna be close, but I'm gonna go with Oklahoma State. And I went with Oklahoma State too. Um, simple matter is Iowa State's just fraudulent. Like, good I mean, term. I like yeah, the term. I mean, yeah, because I think I think you're the one that coined it on this show. I don't. I trust them less than I trust Oklahoma State, and that's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. You're saying a lot. So, um, the next one is Oregon at at UCLA. Now, Oregon is number ten, playing in the Rose Bowl. So, if if they win the conference, this is where they would go against UCLA, who has a good win on their resume, not great against LSU. UCLA is a two and a half point favorite. Disagree. Oregon's Oregon's just fine playing in the Rose Bowl. They have no problem playing down there. You you picking them to beat Chip Kelly and the boys? I'm a Cowboys fan. I, I saw what Chip <laughs> Kelly's capable. <table. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going Oregon. Dorian? I'm going to go with Oregon, too. I think they have enough to pull this out. Yeah, I'm going with UCLA on this one. Ooh, chip. So, um, fact of the matter is, Oregon Oregon has not looked good. Outside of that one perfect game against Ohio State, they have not looked good against really anybody else. They barely got by Fresno State. Um, I think they barely got by last week. And they just, they haven't been the Oregon that we're, that we're used to. They're putting up 50, 60 points a game and just beating people 50 to, to 40. So, I'm I mean, saying it's the Chip Kelly thing. Yeah, I mean, look at this. So, they beat Fresno State by a touchdown. Okay. They beat Cal last week by a touchdown. So, I, I don't trust them. I'm going, going UCLA. All right. So, and now we get to, to BJ's favorite game, USC versus uh, Notre Dame. Is it possible for both of them to lose? Uh, only if the Lord smites the field, which I think would be just fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what he smites more than he does anything else. So, I figured, oh boy. Did, was that separate enough from everything else? He cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really'd rather have USC win just because I don't know. I don't know. I don't want either one. I, Notre Dame's probably going to beat him. I pick Notre Dame. Dorian. Yeah, I agree. I see the Golden Domers winning at home. I feel like there's still more talent in Notre Dame than there is in USC. That there hasn't been an adjustment yet. Yeah, maybe in the next couple of years with uh, their situation, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I picked Notre Dame too, and I, I agree with you. I think there was just more talent on the field. USC just has not really recovered from the last round of sanctions, yeah. and that, that was the point. I mean, you, you punish them enough so that they don't they don't do it again, or they don't they just don't get caught. Um, I always I always find it funny that because they play every year, USC Notre Dame play every year. So when they play in Southern California, it's always the last game of the season. But when they play in Notre Dame, it's always like mid October. Why is that? Why can't they play like you know? Like, you know, late November in South Bend, Indiana. So, um, so that game was for for BJ. This game's for Dorian. So the last oh. one is NC State Miami. NC State's only a three point favorite. <laughs> Dorian, you look so happy. <laughs> Bro, it's been exhausting. Um, <laughs> also, I can say you say exhausting. that in your wearing Orlando Magic jersey. Yeah, but it's it's a it's it's, it's different. It's like he already bought it. He didn't buy it recently. <laughs> It's a Dwight Howard that, that jersey, that shows you. <laughs> that is true, but um, but still, it's like the the magic. I mean, the magic is near and dear to my heart, man. It's you kind of knew what to expect. You kind of knew what to from both teams. It's just the magic. Kind of knew that the ownership, everything gonna do shit, but you take pride in it. You know, for me, I say. Are you trying not to talk about how terrible it is? Yes. And that they're most likely going to lose the NC State. Yes. Yes. That's sure what it felt like. 
<laughs> so, so, Dorian, who do you pick? NC State of Miami. Well, my hamburger, I want well done. I want yes. some bacon. <laughs> do you eat broccoli? <laughs> Man, like, uh, you go first, BJ. You pick. We already know who you going to pick. Yeah, I already know how I pick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have fun kicking this one. Oh, I mean, I hope, I hope Zorian Patrick isn't watching this because if I pick anyone other than Miami, he's gonna be like, "What type of fucking fan are you?" Well, I'll tell you this. I'm gonna message him right now. I'm gonna stop you right there. He said that if we did a fantasy minute segment, he would watch, and that fucker did not listen. So say whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah, logic tells me that uh, Miami's gonna fuck it up. So I gotta pick NC State. Man, it pains me to say it, but it's true. Yeah, I picked NC State too. Just Miami's just terrible this year. Garbage. Dumpster juice. It makes you wonder, like, who was the first coach in the state of Florida to get, to get fired? Is it going to be Mina Diaz? Is it going to be Matt Norvell? Is it going to be Dan Mullen? Or is it going to be Gus Malzahn? Mm. Uh, I say it's going to be Manny. It, it, it's going to be You Manny. know, you hope. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you hope. <laughs> Clarify. Yeah, and for the record, there's this rumor going on that the Hurricanes are looking to hire Gruden. That's not going to happen. They, they can't afford it. First off, they won't be able to handle <laughs> That negative BJ, BJ, what was your listen. comment about that earlier? About Gruden What's, going to Miami? What did I say? Oh, do you do you need me to pull it up? Because I, I will. Yes, yes, that'll be great. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I'm like, please shut that down. There, there's no way. Miami's still trying to repair. Oh yeah, like the university that made their reputation off the hood. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Is going to hire John Gruden now? Mm-hmm. No, no. Because where have they? Like all of Miami, mm-hmm. all the players that have come out of there. You think they're mm-hmm. going to sign on to that? No. Sign on to I the know. guy that that flat out said that he was going to blackball Colin Kaepernick. Uh, it yeah, just doesn't it doesn't seem like something Warren Sapp, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, no, Edwin James. It doesn't seem like some of those guys that sign off on. Okay, if if we're gonna talk about dumbass coaching searches <laughs> and all that, can can I just put this to bed right now? Dabo Sweeney is not going to LSU. He doesn't deserve to at this point. Yeah. He just proved he just proved he could blow the wheels off a perfectly fine situation. <laughs> Like, pretty much. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that, you know, as soon as, you know, Coach O is gone, they're like, well, Jimbo, do you want a job? No. (laughs) Dabo, do you want the job? No. No. (laughs) Now, what I think is interesting is going underreported. Last week, there were rumblings coming out of East Lansing that Mel Tucker was going, was interviewing for the LSU job. Mm -hmm. That wasn't even open at the time. Now the job is open. Oh, Mm. I don't think these decisions are made on the timeline that we're led to believe they're made on. No. Now, let's let's not forget that Mel Tucker. Tucker was at Colorado for a season and was like, I am staying here forever. And then he was gone. So it's not like he, loyalty is high up in his priority list. Well, some of those coaches are like the best cold stone faced liars you've ever met in your life. <clears throat> Nick Saban. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so ruthless with it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be here. I'm excited about the class we got coming in. I am the new head coach at, <laughs> at UCLA. <laughs> Thank you. Have, have a good weekend. You know, as long as they don't leave the, the team like Petrino did, I think they're okay. Oh. And, and worse is they can kind of cherry pick the recruits they had coming to that school. Be like, hey, <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> so on on the Bobby Petrino net, I think we'll take a quick break. <laughs> Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports. And on Twitter, it's Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. And so we talked about college football, and now we're talking about the NFL. So, um, BJ, you want to go about the Cowboys? I don't think I should. 
I think it's, I think it's bad. It would be bad juju for me to get excited about the Cowboys. I will say this: they uh, made a ton of mistakes this week and still survived it. So that does say something. That is not a game that they normally win. No, and a lot of people, a lot of the analysts agree with that. Also, that it is not a game we should have been in or won on the no. road in New England against uh, Belichick. And uh, Dak managed to do something Peyton Manning never did. He put up 450, 445 yards passing offense against Bill Belichick defense. Yeah. So just to give you an idea of the terror that Dak is on right now. Yeah, he's, he's playing lights out, man. And Zeke, Zeke in two weeks has gone from fifth on the rushing list to third. So, yeah. And I think the bigger difference is that defense. Mm-hmm. Tavon Diggs has just kind of come onto the league and went, I own you now. He, he yeah. did the Aaron Rodgers treatment to the entire NFL. They are fun to, they are fun to watch. They're young, they're aggressive, um, maybe a little too aggressive when they gave up that double move for 75 <laughs> yards in the fourth quarter. But I tell you, that was the first play after the pick, pick six. So, they are fun to watch, though. It's been a blast watching. It's been a while since we've had a team this good so i'm excited to see what the rest of the season has but i'm not going to brag on him because you know how that goes as soon as, as soon as you get excited about something it, it implodes so i guess my question then is is arizona better um <laughs> see why are you doing this to me i'm not <laughs> i have not been talking about the cowboys in this manner uh, at all uh, at all I well, I, i'm asking a legitimate question arizona is yeah. undefeated you are asking a legitimate question and i'm going to look at their schedule right now because that matters so arizona matters. just be a a oh. brown team that was broken and has been broken even more mm-hmm. yeah uh they beat the rams which is a good win a real yep. good win they beat the titans which seems to be a good win also and they beat the titans pretty solidly 38 13 Mm-hmm. The Vikings put up points. They pulled out a win against them. And then they have wins against the Jaguars and 49. I mean, those, those are a couple of good chips to play on the table. Yeah, I would have to say right now the Cardinals better team. They have a tough schedule they've played yeah tough schedule and they are on top undefeated right now looking good kyler murray's playing out of his mind and it just added zach Ertz. so yeah, yeah but uh, i was reading where they target the tight end the third least in the league well so, is that yeah. because they don't have a tight end the target or is that just because kyler there's a I, that's a good question but that ball could go anywhere they have three running backs that could, that could make a difference if they need to yeah well, um so that ball could go anywhere I I don't know. I like. I don't think you trade for a guy that you're not going to use. They could have found another guy that was getting that could get targeted third least in the league for probably out of free agency. Mm. So they must have seen something. It obviously makes the team better, in my opinion. Just more threats, especially down the middle of the field. Well, I mean, I, I know Kingsbury is not big on tight ends, but Ertz you can line up in the slot. You can you can yeah. still line him up wide like a wide receiver. You don't have to treat him as a tight end per se. It's a you solid still... blocker too. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, I mean it's a win for the Cardinals for sure. I just don't know how much they're going to use him. I don't know if it'll be relevant to fantasy. He's definitely going to make a difference on that football team. He's also going to make a difference in the locker room. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I they so. uh, the Cardinals have some solid veterans in, in that locker room, which that also poses uh, another question too: to where do they have the pieces to make a championship run? I think if they don't do it, if they don't do it this year, um, the winners got to close quickly because mm-hmm. they have some some guys that are kind of on the tail end. Um, JJ Watt leaps to mind. Um, and Jones getting up there too, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, th- this is their time, and that might be why they traded for Ertz because they they know they're just a piece or two away. Mm-hmm. And if they don't do it, it that winner's going to close quickly. But mm-hmm. they definitely have they definitely have the pieces to make the playoffs. I think they have the pieces to make a, a deep playoff run. Do they have the pieces to get by a Tampa, a Green Bay in the playoffs? That's iffy. I just feel like they could have gotten by getting the same production they got from the tight end that's out some other way than trading for Ertz. So I think they have a plan for him. 
think they're excited about it. He's definitely going to make things easier on Hopkins and AJ Green, I would imagine, because you can't just neglect the middle of the field anymore. The ball could very well go there and there could be consequences for letting it happen. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's good for the Cardinals. It's only going to make them tough, more, uh, more difficult to beat. That's for sure. And we will find out uh, the second to last week of the season. <laughs> Great. Yes. Couldn't just meet him in the playoffs. Nope. Nope. You got nope. to fight for the player position, too. <sighs> I know, yeah, right? Either one of them could be to. fighting for that top spot in the NFC. The NFC is very top-heavy this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The words of LeBron, man, the top-heavy is full. <laughs> the drop-off is serious. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. You got the four, the four division leaders. You've got Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and Dallas. Dallas is basically already wrapped up the East as it is. Yeah. And then, I mean, you, you've got New Orleans is kind of hanging around. Carolina is, is showing why Sam Darnold isn't what everyone thought he was at the start of the season. Um, Seattle, um, Russ is broken. And oh. I know Dorian wants to hire uh, Cam Newton tomorrow for, for Seattle. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> so we can have some Actually, more. I'd rather have Minshew, but that's another story. So we you have... mention in Jacksonville? No. Remember, we already established <laughs> that. Urban, remember, we established that. Urban doesn't deserve uh, you. Remember? Uh, and I said, no, you know what? No, that's, I... but, that's butthurt you saying that. <laughs> no, I mean, look, look, look. We got a W, so we won't go O for whatever. You had, so you had to leave the country to get a win. Wow. Hey, win is a win. <laughs> By the way, when you're 0-5, that one victory is a moral victory. That's the definition of a moral victory. Yeah. When you're losing so much that you finally get one. That's when when you lose so much that when you win it feels like you won the national title. Yes. Well, yeah, we are gonna, we are going to finish totally broken this year. We won <laughs> one of seventeen games. We are one seventeenth <laughs> of an NFL football team. <laughs> And the Lions are going to break their own record and go 0 17 this year. Oh, I mean, man. you know, there's something said for being the first. <laughs> but um, hey, if you, you eat know, first, I'd, you're last. I'd like to say it right now while it's still kind of early. I think the Vikings are making the playoffs. I can see that. Uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins is playing very well. Yeah. Kirk looks good. Uh, the receivers are excellent. Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and um, man, I can't think of Dalvin the Dalvin Cook is right amazing. Now. Dalvin Cook's always amazing. Unfortunately, he stays nicked up. You know, but their backup was good too. Madison? Yes. So I really think they got a chance. And the Vikings defense is always solid. Well, and, and the thing with the Vikings is, okay, so you said they make the playoffs. Are, are we? Are they still doing um, seven teams in each, you know, each conference mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Okay, so so basically they have to be the top three wild card team to make it. Okay, so name me three other teams that would make it instead of Minnesota that are not mm-hmm. division winners. N- nobody from the NFC East. The Rams is one of them at five and one. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, they, one. One. I I don't see the Bears or the Lions. This looks like the Eastern conference at the uh, nba about five years ago yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you're gonna make the playoffs by default yeah i like it <laughs> i like default it. We'll, default we'll, we'll be lebron this year but that, yeah, I mean, sounded, it, that sounded dirty when i said i don't want to be LeBron this year <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think lebron's gonna have his leg broken come, come christmas time so golly <laughs> i'm not wishing that on him i'm just that's saying, not man. something Dumba Dumba said is <laughs> Father time comes at the most inopportune <laughs> times. He's going to have rickets by December. <laughs> 
the gout. <laughs> the gout's gonna keep him out. <clears throat> Jeez. That protein, LeBron. Going in for a hip replacement anytime soon, there, LeBron. <laughs> like, I mean, you're watching Brady do stuff that no man should be doing. Yeah. And and then you sit here, look at LeBron, who is a physical freak. He's bigger yeah. than most everybody on the court at any minute. You get to think that factors in. At some point, he could turn into Carl Malone. Yeah. Yeah. And still play another three or four years like that. He plays three or four years, right? And I don't mean to diminish Carl Malone as a player, but he had a later in his career when I remember watching a lot of Carl Malone. He had a great back to his basket game. Post mm-hmm. you, post fade, little step back jumpers. Yeah, uh, bully you to the basket, like whatever you need. LeBron has the body like that. Yeah. So, okay. so I, I've got to say this, and my wife's not going to listen, so I can make fun of her for this. So, we did watch um, Space Jam two the other day because my son was dying to watch it. Mm-hmm. My wife's review of the movie was like, it was cute, it was fun, it felt like a two hour commercial for LeBron James. It was. <laughs> I'm like, an what did you expect? Yeah. That's an accurate description. <laughs> exactly we what just, it was. We just like our two-hour Jordan commercial much better. <laughs> that didn't feel that didn't feel as much as like a commercial. Right. No, yeah, I think it was because we were also too like like hardcore '90s basketball fans. No, like look, man, thing. when we watched what we watched, and then all of a sudden some dudes passing up game-winning shots to his teammates, like something's wrong, man. <laughs> something is wrong. You got a point. Because even back in the day, like you would have guys like freaking Dell Curry going for the game-winning shot. Or you have like Dan Marty, like yeah, that's because they third tier guy. That's because they tackled Larry Johnson. That's why. <laughs> that's why. That's why Del Curry was taking that shot. Like Charles Barkley took game winners. Yeah, you know what but, I mean. Like yeah, he wasn't even that's a shooter. Right, right. Like this is just it's my team. I'm doing this shit. It's, it's gonna right. be on me or, or nobody. I don't know. Right. I just didn't like that. And he said, "Well, I'm making the correct basketball play." Yeah, in the second quarter, you're making the absolute correct basketball player. It's not the second quarter. This is why you. <laughs> make 45 million dollars a year and shoot and, the damn ball in kobe's face and, and my my response to that is okay you made the right basketball play did it work no then it's not it the right work. Basketball it didn't play. work <laughs> we're talking about you making the basketball play and not spraying champagne on each other like you're shooting <laughs> golly uh, that's so that's one thing that frustrated frustrated me about him and then to come in the league and call yourself the king right off the bat that rubbed me the wrong way like yeah uh, yeah uh, I still, uh, I can't grasp. Could you imagine being 18 years old and then thinking that about to go into a grown man's game? And he walked into a different NBA. If he had said King right. James in 1979, he'd have had black eyes before he got out of the preseason. Absolutely. Dude, there was a clip going around today of um some, some rookie's first game against Kareem. And, you know, this is Kareem. I mean, nice guy. Two minutes into the game, Kareem's punching him. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Kareem's a nice league. guy. Kareem's a nice guy in interview. Yeah. And yeah. Kareem may be a nice guy teammate yeah he is not a nice opposing player not he's all, all yeah everything i've seen of him is pretty he's pretty uh physical but yeah. you know we're, we're, we're talking about one guy who called himself the king and the other guy who is the king and that would be king henry ah oh man who don't <laughs> care what you say don't care what you say he almost cost me my third victory in a row in fantasy football i won by like eight tenths of a point or something <laughs> yeah. like five Five tenths of a point. It was crazy. <laughs> oh man, uh, that man is a beast. Uh, he just he keeps going forward, no matter what. Going forward, forward, and yeah, he I, cut. He cuts too quick. He's faster than Brandon Jacobs. He might yeah. be more agile than Brandon Jacobs. He's probably ten or fifteen pounds lighter. It's crazy. Look, King Henry is like Florida boy fast. It's just a difference. You got you got fast. You got Florida big boy fast. Like yeah. in the way that he shifts. They said that he ran. In one of the touchdowns, he ran twenty-one point 
eight miles per an hour. No man it. that big is allowed to be that fast. <laughs> like, if he ran, imagine the kind of dent he could put inside of a car if he just ran like full on into the broadside of the car. Dude. Like, just imagine that in your head. He send you to the body shop. There's and no then imagine, out imagine getting hit crap. by that. Yeah. yeah. You saw what he did to Darius Leonard Ooh. last week or the week before. <laughs> We were talking about a Pro Bowl linebacker, a bully. Yeah, he just bounced off sat him somebody. down, <laughs> sat him the hell down. Oh man, and I don't care what you say. <laughs> until a better one happens, we're going to talk about the Josh Norman stiff arm last year. Oh, I don't care. That was a stiff he, arm. He I don't care. If I, I will talk about. I'm letting you know if you're listening. I might talk about this for the next three weeks at some point in every show. <laughs> He threw lift that head. man, lifted. I don't care if they're both running side by side. He lifted that man off his off his feet, turned him sideways, and didn't even need to. He was headed out of bounds. He did it because he was in his way. That's the only reason he did it. <laughs> like that's so rude. I think yeah. Des Bryant said it best. Of uh, Derrick Henry is the guy we would create on Madden back when we were teenagers. Yep. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Derrick Henry basically dropped a nuclear weapon just to show other countries he can drop nuclear weapons. That's what he does. Mm. Like, it's, he didn't need to do it. He's just like, look, you guys need to see this. Bam! You know? Mm. Right. Well, was, I, had, I had the game on yesterday as I was cleaning up, and they, they were doing the pregame, and they had um, Julio Jones out there. You know, Julio is a big man. Yeah. And then they had Derrick Henry. I was like, holy shit. He They're just built like height. <laughs> like, what six three and a half? That Something picture like of him that. standing. That picture of him standing next to Mark Ingram in Alabama. <laughs> oh, it looked like a grown man sitting next to like an eighth grader. Golly! Did you see King Henry's? Um, damn, I'm calling King Henry. Shit! Did you see oh, his hey, workout regimen? Hey, he deserves hey, it. Whatever he, the way he treats y'all as Jaguars, you better call him King. Watch your <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not we can do about oh, that. It's just matter. I know of, he, like, he averages like 180 yards a so. Yeah, I mean, he does like that's on average on just by any defense. The only defense that gave him trouble was like, what was it? Uh, who who did right. they lose to? Uh, was it the Rams? That's what we're doing. You're, I'm gonna no, he specifically eats against your defense. Hold on, I mean, it's the Jaguar. What you spe- but I'm saying like he eats against any defense. Yeah, that, that man has yeah. a full plate against most teams. Yes, right. But when he goes back for seconds, constantly, <laughs> constantly, he's go- he's going back for for banana pudding and pie against the Jaguars. Look, man, yes, he has a 99 yarder against you. We know that, and that's what launched it. That's what launched his actual career because he was a bust up until that game. Is that when he was sharing time with um? No, not not Lindell White. That was no, that was Lindell was too far ago. Yeah, that was CJ2K. Um, who was he? There was somebody that he was sharing time with, and then yeah, it was the Jacksonville game where he blew up, and then. What year is this? I found I found a website that gives you Derrick Henry stats against the Jaguar. He has 11 games played, 1143 rushing yards on 213 attempts. That's five point yards a carry, 5.4 yards a carry, 103.9 yards a game, 14 touchdowns in 11 games, along with 150 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. Yeah, he, he he's good. It's just that's a pretty nice stat line right there. Yeah, DeMarco Murray is who you're thinking of. It's who he was splitting time with. Okay, that's who it was, yeah. Yeah, because he, he worked out so well in Dallas. Ooh, talk about a fall from grace. <laughs> I want a big contract. Jerry said, no, <laughs> go to the Eagles. Enjoy Chip Kelly. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I went from, like, possibly being a legend in Dallas to oops. <laughs> <laughs> 
And now I'm a stepping stone for Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, but that guy is Zeke, so whatever. I'm still on the Zeke train. I don't care what anybody says. And, and that's the thing about like the uh, Minshew to Seattle. So let's say Seattle gives like a fourth round pick for Minshew. So basically, Phil, Philly would have basically just gained two rounds of picks from the sixth to the fourth round for doing nothing. For a guy warming a bench that you're yeah. not going to use. Like that, that's that's Bill Belichick, you know, stuff right there. No, but Dorian said the Seattle has to have a mobile quarterback back there. That's why Cam is the answer, so he can bring his stupid Twitter font to Seattle. I mean, you, you're you thinking about that bullshit. I'm, I'm talking about pure. No, Dorian like, wants, wants Dennis Dixon in Seattle. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to curse him like that. But the thing is, okay, so you telling me if the Seahawks had someone that, that was more mobile than Gino that can hit those like can those do what passes they, they can do what so you, you want a quarterback that's they, accurate they can hit passes you're talking about Russell Wilson he's out no but I'm saying though if you put Gardner Minshew in that backup role oh. they would have won that I game thought you were talking about Cam hitting passes I was about no that. no but think about oh, this okay. Cam would have made a difference with with his legs he would have made at least the Steelers like think twice about okay he may run and give him a chance to throw they were like okay Geno Smith you can't run on us. You can't pass on us. Yeah, and we're forgetting that that game was tied at 20. Right. Like, Gino looked god-awful in the first half, and they still almost won the game. Right. Well, that's because the Steelers can't go downfield. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger's yeah. arm, man. Jeez. Oh, oh man. Jeez. It's, it, you know what it reminded me of? is post-Payton's Dexter. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, like, this hurts yeah. you. That I looks like this. Denver, man. This hurts yeah. you. Did you guys remember that play when he uh, it was in the fourth quarter? And I think it was third and nine or something. And he was trying to hit Claypool. Claypool turned like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, where are you throwing it? It took Ben. He took all of his might and just slung for the bleachers. And hopefully that it went to uh, Claypool. And Claypool's like, bro, like, nah. It, they, they like, you know, it was just like miscommunication and stuff. And that's when you're like, okay, yeah, it's going to be pretty much it. <laughs> well, and they were saying that the replacement for Ben is not on the roster because we know that because Mason Rudolph is garbage and Dwayne Haskins is even worse. Mm-hmm. They were saying that what they should do is just not look very far and you get the guy from Pittsburgh, the University of Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett in there. That's who they should draft. I mean, is I mean, I know he's pretty, he's pretty solid, but I, I don't know. And that's kind of the problem with, with the QB class this year. There ain't yeah. nobody. I mean, <laughs> you got Spencer Rattler, no. who's not even number one on his depth chart anymore. That man may never see the field again. Yeah. And dude from um, Old Miss. Oh, Corral? Name. Corral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Corral. yeah. He's, had yeah. A, he's had a pretty solid start of the season. What about the QB from North Carolina? The same hole. Oh, no. No, no, no. He got exposed against Virginia Tech, and no one, yeah, everyone he, realized that like he's just the next Mitchell Trubisky. You almost pissed Adam off when you said that. You hear, no, 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 no. <laughs> Keep your feet off my couch. That's what it sounded like. Get off my That's lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn. That's exactly um, what it sounded like. Yeah. So it's like, it's like no it, quarterback. It's a, it's a barren wasteland of quarterbacks this year. Mm, that's you're saying things now. Yeah. Prove me wrong. I can't. I'm just saying you're <laughs> saying things. These people would not be happy to hear this if they were standing here. Wow. Yeah, I'm barren wasteland of nowhere. quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be like Stephen Crowder. Just prove me wrong. Prove me. Prove to me that there's like a decent quarterback in this draft this year. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, yeah. there's no there's no argument against it. I'm just saying you're being a little ruthless. That's all I'm saying to you. Would you rather me sugarcoat things, you know, and, and protect their feelings and their snowflakes? No, because I wouldn't believe <laughs> anything you said. 
No, don't want that either. Yep. Well, that's not what of, we do around here. No, you know, and, and speaking of not believing anything we said, let's look at our picks. Oh, I thought we, I thought <laughs> if we talked long enough, we'd go right by this. So, BJ, I, I have to say this though. So, after starting the season 0 and 8, yes. you were 9 and 7 since then. I am happy with that, <laughs> but I'm not gaining any ground. Well, yeah, well, you're actually only two games behind Dorian. Here I come, Dorian. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> so Dor- Dorian is the closest to 500 had Buffalo won last in the last night but he would still be 500 but um Derrick Henry saw, saw to that Derrick Henry and the horrible play calling by the Buffalo Bills late in the game but that's a whole nother story oh, no it's not we can talk about it right now I don't know okay. why you don't kick that field goal and to go over time nobody stopped any yeah well I I don't mind them going for on a fourth down because no one was stopping anybody I, I looked at the drive chart and Tennessee had not been stopped from getting points since the first quarter. So they literally were not stopping them. So if you go to overtime, you're you're basically banking that we can stop them for a field goal or less. So I get I get going for it. All right. So I don't get going for the quarterback sneak. Well, especially when it hadn't worked earlier in the game. You have even if moment. you get even if you have to say get him out of the pocket, spread yeah. the defense out, and then if he decides to run, it'll be a he'll have a better view of the situation. Exactly. Josh Allen has been, you know, touted and rightfully so as a mobile quarterback that can make great decisions with his arms and his legs. Do a bootleg, get him out of the pocket, and let him do his thing. Doing a quarterback sneak is what you do if you have Tom Brady or Dan Marino and you have statues back there. Well, there we go. Yep. Damn it. I know so a lot it, of people that wanted to go into overtime because they needed a couple more points from Derek Henry and their fantasy <laughs> team. <laughs> oh, so, side note, real quick. I'm looking at the QB prospects for the NFL next year, and Bo Nick is starting to come up the chart. It, he already has the, guy who wrote that, the guy who wrote that art, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just assuming. <laughs> would, would you tie your franchise to Bo Nix? Well, I mean, nah. he tanked his whole season last year for Sunshine. Look where he got him. I don't think he should be asked about quarterbacks. I'm not well, sure. Hold on. First of, all, first of all, they still have a one on this continent. First of all, all I'm saying is that the the QB class of 2022 is suspect. Where I know that, but I'm just shocked that Bo Nick is like they they're saying that he's trending to be the number one pick. Coming that off should the that should tell you everything you need to know about the quarterback class. There should be no more questions <laughs> after that. They should answer the whole thing, and we should be moving on to the picks now. <laughs> it shows you how bad that article is. BJ actually wants to talk about his picks. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather shift to my shitty NFL pick than talk about Bo Nix going number one and helping no one ever. <laughs> Okay, well, well, hold on. He, hold might, on, hold he on. might be able to play better than Jared Goff. Yeah, well, that was going to say. I can see if Detroit gets a number one pick, I can see them getting Bo Nix because that's the Detroit thing that's, to do. That's a Detroit move. Yeah, that's a Detroit move right there. It's like we've been waiting for this guy <laughs> to keep us mediocre. Not even mediocre. So you think he's going to be at least decent, even if Jordan Palmer gave his cosign? Jordan Palmer? That's your source? <laughs> I want to say something, but I'm disappointed. You thought that was going to fly in this in this damn conversation. That you could throw Jordan Palmer out there and just quiet us or something. You, you might as well say that he was taught to be quarterback by Greg McElroy. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> McElroy? Doesn't McElroy at least have a national championship? Dude, you yeah. know what's bad? We, yeah. We have BJ We're talking about anything. Jordan Palmer here. <laughs> Not even Carson Palmer. Is this UTEP? Jordan, yeah. UTEP Jordan Palmer? Yes. <laughs> You're surprised I knew that, aren't you? Uh-huh. Not Jesse Palmer. Not Carson Palmer. No, not Carson. Not Jesse. Not Robert. <laughs> yeah. No, none of that. 
Oh, dude, I think that's the first time that you did this. We're not done. That was terrible. We're not done with this. Jordan Palmer's your source. Fox News, your source for news. No, seems no, like no. a logical. No, seems like a logical. To, he goes to Newsmax. Oh, what's your parlor handle? He's on Gab. <laughs> what was that well, one? we were talking uh, about. We were talking about. Like we were talking about pillows for your sore neck and get a my pillow. <laughs> Uh, probably comes, <laughs> probably comes a little sweaty. Mike Lindell down, dude. I think the My Pillow Company actually has a worse rating for the be- the BBB than um, Big Baller Brand. I mean, they oh, deliver man. on their promises less than the Catholic Church. So, I mean, <laughs> yes, it's it's almost ten thirty. We can start saying this. yes. Okay, now oh, that we've we've okay. completely broken door, I guess he's yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I just love getting PJ going, man. My Dude, no. <laughs> Sorry. All right, my bad. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, you want to talk about shipping store you know, shortages and labor shortages? That's that'll get them going. When your source is Jordan Palmer, just mm. stop talking. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's equivalent to somebody saying that Alabama doesn't produce receivers. Like, how ridiculous is that statement? Asinine, I say. <laughs> Adam, I'm putting that on your headstone. I know. That's fine. That's fine. I'm putting I'm a ting, ting, ting. <laughs> ting, ting, ting. So, okay. So, if yeah. Dorian can compose himself, we will get to our NFL picks. So, the, the first one is Denver at Cleveland, a Thursday night game. Cleveland is a three and a half point favorite. Baker's shoulder concerns me. It's now the second time that's being brought up as a problem. Uh, we knew he had it, but it was, the conversation around it was dying, dying down until this week. So, I'm going to say Denver. Unpopular vote, I bet. I'm cool with those. Dorian? Um, not only Baker is dealing with some injuries. Uh, also, Bridgewater is dealing with some type of knickknack injury as well. Uh, I'm still going to go with Cleveland, though. Mm. I think I, I think Chubb will be able to run the victory. Well, it's funny you say that. So cause that's actually why I went with Denver. Because Baker, we don't know if he's going to play. We know Kareem Hunt's out. No one knows if Chubb is going to play. Oh, shit. No, you know, I forgot. Damn it. Oh, well. y- you know how I know? Because Nick Chubb's on my fantasy team. <laughs> ah, that's right. Hop. <laughs> Pertinent information. <laughs> um, yeah, but a torn calf's no joke for a running back. Jeez, no. Uh, Kareem, Kareem Hunt's going to have a go of it, I would think. It's not going to be a couple weeks and back. So, And he was and he was in the game because of Nick Chubb being out. That makes for a real tough situation. The whole backfield nicked up yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah, and that's the point. you got a backup quarterback, so you need to rely on your running game. But you don't have running backs. Yeah. So what do you got? Odell Beckham Jr., who has done nothing. You know how I know? Because I traded <laughs> for another guy that's doing nothing, Melvin Gordon. That's Thanks, okay. You know. traded to get Christian McCaffrey, so I go figure. Ooh. Yeah, boy, I'm telling you that's though, I'm, I've I've won three in a row. If I can go two and one over the next three and get Christian back, he's looking at you, kid. The cream always rises to the top. Ask Marshall Man Randy Sam. So, anyways, um, so the next game is Kansas City at Tennessee. Kansas City is a five and a half point favorite. Nope, Tennessee. I'm. Until King Henry tells me he doesn't feel like winning a game, I'm going with Tennessee. So you're going against Patrick Mahomes? Yep. Patrick Mahomes can't stop King King Henry. I want to see him try. It'd be funny. Nope. That'd be the end of Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. He'd be launched across the field. Is this game in uh, Tennessee? This game is in Tennessee, yes. Doesn't matter. Derrick Henry's going to be in it. The thing about it is Tennessee's defense can't stop anybody. I'm going Kansas City. We're talking about a man that could possibly paralyze or kill a defender. <laughs> <laughs> See, Adam knows. Yeah, I, I went with Tennessee because every time Kansas City plays Tennessee, the game's always tight. Well, that's because one offense is like destroying the other defense over long drives and just beating people into submission. How do you want to, how could you hit that guy for a whole first half and then be like, I'm going back out there and doing it again? <laughs> 
it's a special breed of people. Yeah, I guess. But he's running over people that are his size or better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, every time that Kansas City plays Tennessee, the game is always tight. And mm-hmm. that was back when Kansas City was the Kansas City that had gone to the Super Bowl. They're not the same team this year. They are not. Yeah. Their defense and questionable offensive line has caught up to them. Yep. So what happens when you spend a lot of money on a quarterback, Adam? Ah, someone said hey, that. Hey. Other than you, are you, you should feel better. Nah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get on to the next game of Cincinnati and Baltimore. Baltimore's a six-point favorite. All right, here we go. Second upset of the week. Let's go, Cincinnati. This is the comeback week. Dorian? Ooh, in Baltimore. You said that quickly. And they don't have an answer for uh Does Derrick Henry play Lamar. on Baltimore, too? <laughs> if he did, oh, Lord. Did. Oh. Yeah, could you imagine that read option? <laughs> Either you get the shake and bake or the nuclear the nuclear explosion. You get one of the two. It's the only two options. You make me all day. Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm like, hit that big, bro. I'll be like, Coach, I'll go hit Lamar. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have the ball. I don't care. Don't, don't care. care. <laughs> I got him. I got him. <laughs> He's going to run me over, too, but I'm going to wake up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the thing with Baltimore is, like, it's the AARP backfield because they have Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray, no. and Devontae Freeman. No, it's the MDMA LSD backfield. That's what it is. <laughs> Let's just clarify that right away. <laughs> this is the oh no, there's let, something's going on. With Le'Veon Bell, you don't go to superstar in a crackpot without some drugs. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Oh well, he got rewired by Vontez Perfect. Yes, yeah, I agree one hundred percent with that statement. Yeah, yes. He... <laughs> mm. His mother felt that. Her chest hurt when that happened. Everybody felt that shit. She goes, oh, oh, I did. I was sitting in a chair and I flinched. I was like, dang. And then his arms go loose and he spun around. I was like, ooh, jeez. Yeah. And he's never been the same. I don't nope. care what anybody says. No, he, he's been like mentally different since that hit. Or maybe he died for a minute and woke up and realized, I'm not going to give a shit about anything ever again. <laughs> God, if I have a near-death experience, y'all better watch out. Oh, good God. <laughs> I can let me come back unfiltered. doing whatever the hell I want. <laughs> yeah, let, let's take the filter off, BJ. That's a good idea. Yeah. I know, <laughs> right? No, I'm about to get a helmet. <laughs> uh, so the, the, final game of, yeah, <laughs> the, the final game of the other week that we're picking is New Orleans versus Seattle. New Orleans is the five-point favorite. Um, as, as far as I know, New, Seattle has not signed another quarterback. So they're rolling out Geno Smith. So it's Jameis and Jameis Light. <laughs> <laughs> or, or is it little Gino and big Gino? Hey. Oh. oh, might be little oh. Gino and big Gino because he looks <laughs> stiff like Gino too. Jameis does. Is no, Jameis gonna be no I don't do that, man. That eating a W thing makes me uncomfortable every time I see that shit. It's like, why is a grown man sucking his fingers on national TV right now? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> What are you doing? I see no barbecue and I see no chicken wings. Get your damn fingers out of your mouth. And that's barely acceptable then. <laughs> no, okay. If you're eating if you're eating chicken wings, it's acceptable to lick but not suck your fingers. Oh boy, we had a classmate. Every time we went out to eat as a group, uh, I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> <laughs> would lick all five of his fingers instead of eating that. Oh my god! Oh, my grandmother was just boiling up inside me. I was looking for a butter knife to crack him on his knuckles with. Because that's what we got. I don't know how it went in your house, but if you reached across my grandmother to grab the butter, you got king butter knife right on the knuckle. I'll tell you, it'll make your ass real quick. <laughs> lick his fingers. Oh, like the full. Yeah, see, like, sadly, so, like, sadly sucking, I think I know who you're talking about, too. I bet you do. <laughs> and, um, oh, you just want to choke his little ass. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> sucking fingers, dude. I, mm, that's disgusting. There are, you don't have certain things at the dinner table that make you want to, like, physically violate someone. 
like pick them up and shake them. No, there's you don't have certain. Man, my grandmother did a good job of that. Still in that in my brain. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, my open, all right, chewing cud, open mouth chewing at no. the table. Oh, no, no, not allowed. Yeah, I will no. throw a biscuit at you. No. Oh no, I I hope we're sitting at a narrow table so I can reach you. <laughs> No, I'll get punched in the mouth. I'll get punched in the mouth over that. So, anyways, um, New Orleans and Seattle. That was a solid question we were talking about there. Everybody's got things at the dinner table to set them off. I'm sure. Yeah. Everybody. And if you get over there sitting there like a cow chewing its cud, throw steak knives at your ass. <laughs> Sorry, nobody cares about this game, Adam. You're just picking this is gonna be shittily close. Yeah, it's well, I guess the, the rest of the games are shit. I mean, see, the I, question I, I know the New Orleans cover. The Cowboys are on a buy, so I don't know. There's no entertainment this weekend because a third of your weekend is talking shit about the Cowboys. Most people's I'll set say you guys aren't so bad. You just don't talk to me on Sunday after victories. It's hilarious. Um, I'm picking Seattle because I have Alex Collins on fantasy football. And I believe that he's going to run all over them if he's healthy. Oh, okay. So, I mean, we, we can change it. I mean, we can change it to be the Jets versus the Patriots. Yeah, yeah oh. exactly. Golly. <laughs> Patriots should win that game handily. If they played, if they played the way they did last week, they played a good game. It didn't finish. This is my point. Like, the, there are no good games this week. Well, thank you for taking the time to pick these games that you did. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate. Dig- I appreciate for, that for digging through the shit and finding us something <laughs> to talk about. It's um, kind of like it's kind of like the offseason. <laughs> what I do? I mean, I'm going with New Orleans. I'll, I'll take Jameis any day, every day. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we know for sure that Jameis is going to give the ball back to Seattle at least. Twice. <laughs> yeah, but how many times is Gina going to give it right back to him? It's going to trade off. I don't know. It's all up in there. But um, literally, Gino just got his starting job back. So, uh, Jameis had his. What's his excuse? And he's got the laces. Yeah, I remember coming into the season. We're like, we we never seen. Jameis I was so we can see. I was so and, excited that he wasn't going to be squinting all the time. I was like, man, that's got to be better for the receivers downfield. Nope. Maybe this would be good. Nope. They survived Aaron Rodgers' prover point to the GM game, and then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> All Jameis has to do is just check down to Alvin Kamara. He'll be he doesn't check down. He throws deep down the field into double coverage. That's, <laughs> that's his check down. That's what Jimbo taught him. You don't need a punter when you have Jameis. When he's done with the offensive drive, he just throws it downfield as far as he can into the safety's waiting on him. <laughs> You better be six five and catch it. How, how many years was he in Jimbo's system? That's that was Jimbo's system. Yeah, with great running backs the whole time. That's Booker, the point. Booker, Cook, like I, I can remember. Uh, shoot, y'all know Snoop sitting there screaming his TV. Why are you not running the football? Very good question, actually. Like, why are you not <laughs> running the football? Oh man, Jameis, that damn Jameis. So, on on the Jameis note, I think we'll take a quick break. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. Um, so the NBA season actually tipped off earlier today. Um, I think it was the the Bucks played the Nets, and I think the Lakers are playing today. Um, but nobody cares. Nobody uh, gives a crap. Everybody cares Lakers, about what's going on in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, that's all we want to talk about is Joe Embiid's interview about uh, Ben Simmons today saying he doesn't care too much for the man and that uh, he just does whatever he wants. Yeah. Sounds like a brat. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Someone needs that, some timeouts. No crayons yeah. after lunch. Or Ben Simmons deserve to get his ass whooped. Or him and Embiid go off on a, you know, some type of site boxing ring and just get it out. Because it's been brewing for the past, what, five years they've been together? Dude, just go you, ahead want, and, you, you know, want to end Ben Simmons' career. That's I mean, what it's it already is. close to over, but yeah, if he did he that, it would to, be over. He doesn't have the heart to get in the gym and work out a jump. You think he's going to fight a giant? <laughs> 
You're not wrong. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, seriously, like, I don't right. understand. If you're telling me that I could have 15 to $25 million a year to get a better jump shot, I'd probably be having shoulder surgery right now yeah. from my rotator cuff getting burnt the fuck out trying to figure the jump shot out. Like, I just, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, Rondo really never figured it out. He got serviceable, but he never figured it out. Maybe there's probably a place for him, but you really have to build a whole team around him because you have to find four people that can give you 20 points. Right. And right. the thing the thing with, with Ben is we all knew he couldn't shoot. We all knew that he was afraid to shoot. So instead of working on it, it became this soap opera over the summer. Now, if he had shown like Instagram or Twitter videos of him working on his jump shot, people would have gone, okay, he's trying. There wasn't anything. And I'm not saying you have have to take to social media to show it but you have to show some type maybe of there's no improvement care. maybe there's no improvement maybe there's nothing to show you maybe is there, there was no improvement no, or is it is it just maybe there were no try. workout sessions yeah exactly maybe there were no workout mm-hmm. sessions both of those are possibilities and to your point i mean if, if he's not going to try get the fuck off the team go join right. Kyrie over in china yeah. somewhere this is all speculation <laughs> we don't know any of it, but it just seems weird for a guy playing the position that he plays with the team in the world asking him to figure out a jump shot for nothing, literally nothing to change. There, there hasn't if been a my, shooting motion change, came, a percentage change, nothing. And I'm telling you, if my boss came to me and said, hey, we need to take a three-month break, go work on this and come back. And if you do, I'm going to give you $25 million a year. Sure. Yes, sir. Where do I start? Load yeah. up the wife and kids and go wherever I got to go. Or yep. I'll be there working. Yep. I, I just... I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if it's like the Dwight Howard syndrome where you've been told you're great your whole life and now yeah, nobody can tell you shit. That's what I believe it is. Because remember, who was it? It was somebody who wrote an article and they said that, I don't know if it was Chauncey Billups or someone, they met Ben Simmons, I think on draft night. He was like, a, uh, you know, he was being a douche. And they said like that, they were like, Ben Simmons is not going to make it in the NBA. A, his attitude sucks. I wouldn't even draft him. I believe it. I mean, I watched him at, at you know, at LSU and he just, mm-hmm. he would check out again. He didn't have a jump shot there. And then, you know, everything was like, well, he's so fast. He's so big. Okay, that's great. They're going to figure you out. Right. He basically showed up to 76 practice just to pound. Yeah, he, he showed up so they didn't find him. Yeah. I'm just here so I don't get fined, boss. Yeah, pretty much. And then the coach asked him to participate in the drill. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. And I bet the other guys on the team like, like if I got to do it, you got to do it. Like, you know. Yeah. GTF, oh, no, 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 no. Those guys are on a mission. They aren't yeah. worried about him. There's already been separation. Yeah. Yeah, there, there was separation at the end of last season. Yeah. Um, I think the fans have kind of just waited for it to resolve it. They're waiting for it to resolve itself. I think the players are feel like the inevitable is being delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't cut the guy because he's valuable in the NBA in some way, shape, or form. So that'd be a terrible loss for the team to just cut him. Yeah, but you can't but at the but same you point, trade him. Yeah. You're not going to get anything. Well, what you can do is you find the living shit out until he figures it out. Yeah, and you're going to have yeah, to. Yeah, what they're doing. Oh, and he was, according to Yahoo Sports Australia, oh. he was spotted running drills uh, with a phone in his pocket. Like, that's not commitment. That's not. No. So like, what if y'all are running drills? There are some basketball drills, Dorian, where you run them in a line where a teammate goes and you go behind him, correct? Mm-hmm. What if that phone fell out of his pocket and Embiid steps on it and fucking slides across that wooden floor? Not phone's toes. Yeah. Tears his groin, rolls an ankle. Exactly. I don't know, man. Like, I just, yeah. the whole attitude is is just very poor. Like, he, yeah. he's acting, I mean, you, you said yourself, he's acting like a brat, but he's acting like a ninth grader brat. Okay. And I'm glad you said that, AK. Remember the episode where we talked about the mentality of certain NBA players start back in AAU in high school. I believe that, again, it started back when he was playing in Australia. He He's always been the biggest kid on the block, always had the the the, the physical, the proudness, the skills, and no one ever taught him 
hey, you know what? Maybe you should develop your jump shot. And you know what? You're great. You're awesome. So now he's taking that same mentality to the NBA. And he thinks that, hey, you know what? I don't need Joel Embiid to win a championship. I'm good enough to do it myself. But you have no jump shot. No, you're not. The people that can do it themselves, the, nobody's ever done it themselves. But the people who exactly. can do it with less are two-way players. Yeah. Right. Like yep. there, there have been very, very few that have done it by themselves. Dirk yeah. comes to mind. Yeah, um, that was a that was a pile of parts that he took to the championship. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But it, it's very few and far between, especially now you got teams like Brooklyn, you know, they've got Harden and, and KD. That's that's enough. Don't really know what the hell's going on with Kyrie. Don't really care. You've got teams like the Lakers who talk about an AARP team, but they are still very talented. Absolutely. You're not going to just win a title by yourself this year. Hell so, no. 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 Nets, Bucks, like no. Phoenix. No. Phoenix. Utah. No. Denver, Denver, yeah, all that. There's, Utah, there's no way, yeah. no way you're just gonna bully your way to a championship. Right? No, and the thing, the thing with Philly is they've got to do something. I mean, honestly, just sit his ass, like, like you said, just deactivate him or whatever they need to do in the in the NBA, find him and yeah. just play without him. I mean, yeah. they're gonna get a five or six seed. They're still gonna be in the playoffs. Fuck I don't it. know much. I don't know much about the ins and outs of the CBA, but I wonder what the outline is for conduct detrimental. Mm. I don't know. I, I know what it is in the NFL. I don't know what it is in the NBA. Because I'll tell you what, I could very well make a case that you running around on a wooden floor with your cell phone in your pocket but it could be detrimental to the team very yeah. easily. I didn't go to law school, and I could, I got this. Like, I just, um, I don't know. I don't want that around my team. Yeah. If I'm Doc, I mean, shit, if I'm the GM, yeah. I, it, some of these pictures I'm seeing with the looks on his face, it's almost like he's waiting for somebody to come up and apologize to him. But it's like, right. you should be apologizing for us for being the same person after having top-notch facilities for the last what five years yeah. however long he's been in the league like come on well dorian said the best he, he's a douchebag mm. dorian said it not me yeah, yeah. i mean it, i mean other like you know nba former players they're the ones that said it. they said with the, the, the kid kid was rude as shit it was like i wouldn't draft him. you know and and that's the thing like these these gms have got to get over just the physical raw talents and i know that's that's why they put the age restriction in in the league honestly it should be more because of this, because you don't know how they're going to be mature on to, on the court and off the court when you're scouting a 17, 18 year old. I mean, not, if not everyone's Coleman Bryant. ESPN saying that this is part of an act and that they're still interested in the league for Ben. And this is how he's trying who? to accelerate. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Wojnarski said this. I mean, I, I don't know. Any team that's making a serious championship run is not going to trade for Ben Simmons. He can't help them. Maybe defensively, but it's Orlando. <laughs> it's Orlando. They're like, well, we don't need points anyways. We don't want to win. No one can shoot anyway, so you know he'll fit right in. Controversy, we'll take it. We need to fill the seats. But, I mean, so. okay. okay, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. If you're a GM and you had two trades on the table, would you take Ben Simmons or would you take Kyrie Irving? Uh, Ben can at least play defense because he'll be on the floor. Yeah, that was <laughs> but see the th the thing with with Kyrie, he, it, it's not that he can't play in the NBA. He can't play in certain arenas. Yeah, the ones that Ben can be in all of them. True, but would you take Kyrie, who can play 75% of your games, assuming the restrictions aren't lifted later in the season, or would you take Ben, who may check out at 25% of your game? He can still play defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he can still be 6'10". That's another thing we forget. We're not talking yeah. about a little guy here. He's still 6'10". Yeah. He's got to be able to do something, and if he can't, it's because he doesn't want to. And I think that's the problem. Right. He, he's been 6'10", or just six, you know, tall for his entire career. He's never had to improve doing it to your point. I mean, when he was in high school and college, he was the tallest point guard out there. 
man, that's hard, man. Because and, and then I, I think of too, yeah, he can like Ben can play and he'll be able to help you defensively. But man, in those close games in the fourth quarter, you can't have him out there. You can't. It's like you rather have Shaq out there than him. Shaq would at least try. <laughs> yeah, Shaq at least tried. You know, Dwight at least tried. You know, and, okay, think about that for a second. Think about that statement for a second. You're saying that Dwight Howard has more heart than Ben Simmons. Mm. <laughs> yes, he does. Mm. He does. You know, you know. What are you saying? Like, what words are you saying right now? Like that one play when Ben Simmons. Hey, it, he's just gets... quoting Jordan Palmer, so it's okay. <laughs> no, but seriously, if push comes to shove, I'd rather have Dwight yes. than Ben. Yes. At least Dwight will make the attempt, even though he knows that, hey, I'm probably not going to make this damn free throw, but I'm going to bam on him up, and you know, then I'm going to see what happens. You know there. what Dwight would do? Dwight would actually attempt a shot in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he would. Mm. Now we're saying things. Again, prove me wrong. Can't. Just pointing <laughs> right. out that we're saying serious things. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You know, and, and unlike other sports shows, we're not afraid to say it, because honestly, you know, who, who cares what we say? But we're not afraid to, to call people out when, when they do stupid shit like this. Yeah. And and that's my question. We, we with Kyrie and with Ben. I personally think the COVID restrictions are going to be lifted halfway through the season anyway, just kind of the way things are going. So you, so he'll be back anyway. He at least tries. Mm. He may try too hard because he wants to, wants to be the man, but he at mm. least tries. In the fourth quarter, you can give him the ball and say, Kyrie, go win the game. Mm. Ben, right. yes. I, I just don't want to the fourth quarter. I don't want to associate with flatters. So that's most of well, there There is that. <laughs> and that's why it's a conversation. Yeah, like... <laughs> It's like if you believe that, what else do you? That's what that's where I, that's what my thought process. Is. Flying spaghetti believe, monsters. Yeah, if you believe the Earth is flat, like what other stupid ass conversations am I gonna have to have with you over the course of our friendship? No, it's not just that you believe the Earth is flat. It's that you believe the Earth is flat and the other planets are round. Look, I just the Kyrie. Yeah, because we got smashed between two planets. They smashed us flat, and we we're on the backs of a giant turtle. I'm, I'm, I'm more apt to believe that than the Earth being. Flat. Look, man, if, if the Bulls can deal with Rotman, Turtles got a curve. Can deal with, <laughs> <laughs> with Kyrie. Sometimes the talent outweighs it, man. Like, hey, you know what? Okay, the earth is flat. For 48 minutes, can you just focus on putting the round ball, the round ball in the hole? Can you do that for me, Kyrie? All right. That's it. Nope. No, Kyrie. <laughs> Oh, see, well, that's the thing, though. Like, you could tell Kyrie, put ball in hoop, do it. You tell Ben, put ball in hoop and goes, you take it. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you do it. Yeah. But you're 6'10. He's going to follow you. You're going to get an and one. Nope. 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 Don't want it. <laughs> also, is he pulling a LeBron? No, because that's not the right basketball move. <laughs> <laughs> Being afraid of the big shot? You're 6'10, bro. 6'10, 240. Wow. It's just, it's sad. It's depressing. Oh. You know what? At least you're not a giant disappointment. <laughs> you're not a six foot 10, 240 pound hey, disappointment. You, you know what? I am smart enough. I am nice enough. I am not 6'10 disappointment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, could you imagine walking to a basketball gym being Ben Simmons? Start passing the ball. He keeps passing it back. You're like, no, bro, you're 6'10. Shoot this bitch. I don't want to yeah. score some of these points for me. Pass it back to him. He passes yeah. it back to you. Be like, oh, man, what's going on with this guy? <laughs> Yeah, think about it. if his name was Bob Stevens and he's 6'10, 240, walks into the YMC and does this shit. How quickly does he run off the court? Well, honestly, what? if you're 6'10 in the Y, you're rebounding everything, you'll be on every game. Somebody yeah. will pick you. So, exactly. but, but that's the only reason, though, Adam. That's the only reason. I know what you're saying, but mm. honestly, though, it's tough because. I'd rather have a guy that was like six five and an offensive threat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Somebody that has to be has to be guarded. Can't leave him at the three point line. Can't leave him just under the three point line. Could possibly get well. Ben gets to the basket, but the thing is, is 
the defender gets to sag so far off him that his athletic ability is erased. Yeah. Erased because now oh, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Ben's defender can cause so much havoc by not even having to be near him. Right. And he pretty much causes most of Embiid's problem if they're on the same side of the court. And I think that's mm-hmm. why Embiid's pissed because if there's anybody who's a competent shooter out there, Embiid knows that his game is elevated because he's not going to be doubled. Yep, yep. And that, or is, and the competent shooter can fix that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he, he can stop it. Like if it happens in the game, the competent shooter can say, no, you're not going to be doing that to my guy. And then you get into that Dennis Scott Shaq two-man game that was so awesome to watch. No, you throw it back. What? Three pointer. Yeah, watch, watch Penny and Shaq just go. We've got this. Yeah, that was a thing of beauty. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Ben and and B could have been. I don't no. talk about those days because it makes for the sad. Hey, Dorian's got the jersey tonight. You can talk about it. No, yeah, but it's just reminiscing of what was. What jersey? That's an Adidas jersey. That's a new one. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. The 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 Nike jersey, the pre Adidas ones. Yeah. Because the, that's like T Mac and Dwight, all the old. Yeah. The, Older guys, but yeah, the the Adidas magic. I don't think well, you got a soccer company trying to get into basketball. That was your first problem. Well, they made the T Max, and those were some badass shoes. I like yeah. the T Max. I really did like the T Max. They did a good job yeah. of those. Kind of clunky though. They were heavier than that. Yeah, they were, but they looked awesome. And, and they did Kobe Bryant's first shoe too in the nineties. Kobe was not happy about that shoe. And it's pretty damn <laughs> ugly if you remember looking. At it. it looks like he's wearing. A sh- it looks like a shoe box. It looks like a like an abstract shoe box or something. Oh. that's... <laughs> Those are terrible. <laughs> so, gentlemen, I think that's that's where we're going to wrap it up for tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. You're kind of stupid. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.